So good morning, Valerie. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Spotlight. Valerie, at SOF, you help businesses thrive by reducing stress in their day-to-day -day work life. I love it. Can you tell us a little bit more what you do and how long you've been doing it for? Yes, I can. Um, so I've been managing director at Solved for the last three years. Solved used to be called Abelio. It was part of Abelio Group. Um, and what we do is we provide services at the moment for some train operating companies and a bus company. So we provide services for ScotRail, for Greater Anglia, for East Midlands, for West Midlands, for Abelio Bus and for Scottish Rail Holdings. Um, the services that we provide is payroll services, finance services, customer experience, um, reporting, HR and office management. And just to bring that to life a wee bit, some of the scale of that, um, for our payroll, we pay 20,000 people a month um, and we have very tight KPIs in that. So our accuracy rate in that is 99.8%. Wow. Um, and very challenging payrolls that we run because... In real, payrolls are very complicated. Uh, they work off various different books and um, quite a lot of manual stuff. So, yeah, excellent uh, performance in the payroll team, particularly just because it's a, a challenging market to, to provide payroll um, for real. That's very impressive. And you have a very impressive uh, portfolio of clients. Yep. Uh, now, Valerie, what... When you were growing up, is this something you always wanted to do? Or how did, how did this come about? <laughs> no, it certainly wasn't. I didn't, didn't think I would end up in this position. Um, so actually, when I was growing up, I was very much into sport, um, loved sport, danced competitively, um, was really interested in sport. When I was at school, uh, one of the first people to set a PE higher because it only introduced tires. Um, and yeah, so at school, across fifth and sixth year, I got eight hires. Um, and could have gone to university to do a variety of things, but decided that I wanted to be a PE teacher. So uh -huh. I started uh, my career doing PE teaching. I um, also got a qualification um, as a guidance teacher, and guidance teacher as well. But always stayed in teaching for a couple of years. I just felt as if there was something else that I wanted to do, um, more around like sort of project management. So um, I got an opportunity to work for Sports Scotland. And I worked on a pilot program program called Active Schools, which is still in all primary and secondary schools in Scotland. So I piloted that. It was five pilots in the local authorities. And then I went to work for Sports Scotland to roll that program out um, across uh, Scotland, which was excellent. So that was my first sort of role in more project management and operations. Um, and from there, I went to work at Glasgow 2014 uh, for the Commonwealth Games. Yes. And my role there was head of workforce. So as head of workforce, I was responsible for the recruitment of the volunteers, um, which we had 20,000 volunteers, biggest peacetime recruitment drive that Scotland had seen. And I was also in charge of all the training and all the uniforms for the workforce as well. A couple of different jobs after that um, uh, in North Lancashire Leisure Trust, another one in the WISE group. And then I ended up um, here, which was a little before we just launched into Solved. So, yeah, very um, different career path. A couple of years ago as well, I just completed my master's in business at Strathclyde Business School. I um, was doing that while still working full time. So, yeah, very different to what I started out to do. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely didn't think that it was more 
this sort of role that we do, but it just shows that you can do different qualifications, end up in different roles uh, to what you yes. end up doing in your career. Yes, that's very impressive. Very, very impressive, uh, Valerie. Who is the, the first person that comes to mind when you think about success? Um, if we're talking about current people that I think are successful, so there's people that I could talk about previous in my life that I would have thought about success, but currently just now, um, a person that I, I listen to a lot in podcasts is Stephen Bartlett. So obviously mm -hmm. he's the up and coming, you know, he does the diary of a CEO and I really like his style. So if I was starting off in business just now, it's somebody that I'd be listening to. Um, I think that he's got some really great ideas. Uh, I love the way that he's already been successful, but already giving back to the community and to wider entrepreneurs. Um, but actually, some of the life lessons that he's got are excellent. Uh, some of his podcasts, the people they interview, it really takes them back to why they are where they are now. Um, and the fact that it's not always easy to get to where you are in your career. Yes. And that there's lots of obstacles in that. And I just think the podcast he does is really open and honest. And it just shows that when you see somebody in a position, you just think they must have always been successful or how that how have they ended up there but actually you don't really think of the story behind the person and how hard they've had to work and the obstacles that have been in their way to get to there and I think you know him as um, an entrepreneur has been extremely successful but now he's taking that step up as well that other leaders are looking at him and what he's doing next which I think is great for a young guy yeah 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 wow very good to know so uh when, what business changes have you made, Valerie, in the business because of COVID? Uh, we've made a variety of changes since COVID. Um, one of the major things was when COVID happened, we were not set up as a business to work remotely. So everybody was in the office. We work in operation. We're seven days a week, seven in the morning till 10 at night. And everyone came into the office. When COVID did happen, we very quickly uh, managed to get our workforce at home uh, with all our systems still working, which is a challenge when you think of what we do in terms of payroll and finance and a full customer contact centre. But we got them home and working during COVID. And that gave us the opportunity to look and see what performance was like when people were working from home. But it's bigger than just performance. Um, and it's something we carried out a proper pilot on it to see what was going to work best for hybrid working. Because it is something about the culture of an office, which I really am big on, um, and getting people together that if you were to remote work all the time, especially for the younger generation coming up, that you learn a lot when you're with people, not on yeah. Teams calls, when you're actually sitting in the office, hearing the yeah. chat, able to stand up and go and um, ask for information. So we carried out a pilot, and actually what we've got in place now after COVID is hybrid working, and it's three days in the office and two days at home. Yes. which works really well for us as a business. Yeah, I think many people will share that. So, uh, yeah. Um, and uh, what is your biggest learning since you've been running the business? Probably my biggest learning since running the business is around uh, insurance succession planning. Um, I think that it's, you know, it's good you, you surround yourself by a really good team, um, but with surrounding yourself by a really good team and helping them and developing them in their career, they always don't stay. And actually that, that's also a good thing because you want to see people develop, you want to see them moving on. But with that comes ensuring the succession planning constantly. 
um, to make sure whether it's somebody reporting directly to me or somebody wider in the teams. So we're very big on processes, process mapping, um, continually updating that so that if MD is out of the business for a long period of time or decides to move on, then we can pick up very quickly and there's always that um, continuity for all the customers that we serve. Yeah, yeah, no, very good. Um, what, uh, what are your aspirations in the next five years? So at the moment, the business is um, fully centred on rail and bus. So now that we've uh, got our own brand, which is solved, our aspirations is to go out to a further market. So instead of just offering our services to rail and bus, we know that we're very good at payroll and finance, customer experience, HR, reporting, and we want to offer those services into other industries. Um, so over the next five years, the aspiration is still to stay in Glasgow. Um, we have a lot of people that work for us across uh, the whole of Scotland to travel here to work with us, and obviously the hybrid working uh, works for that. So it's really to bring in new contracts, but to come out with the industry that we're in, still maintain the contracts we've got, but offer our services elsewhere. Very good. Great ambition there. Um, now, many businesses across industries are finding difficult to recruit. What are your thoughts on the current employment situation in, in Glasgow and, and Scotland? I think over the last couple of years, it's been more challenging in recruitment. You know, we have seen that ourselves. Some of the roles that we would put out, even for customer advisors, at times we could get 150, 200 people applying for that. And the numbers then went down to 20 and 30. Um, some of that just around the impacts of COVID, uncertainty, people not wanting to move jobs, not as many people out there in the job market. Um, but what I would say is just the offering that we've got, we very much are about our people um, and we really pride ourselves in our culture. We received our Investors in People Awards. It was the first time going for it and we got platinum, first time. Um, there's only 5% of organisations who have got Investors in People that get that. Um, and we really are about people here. We try to give the best package possible to attract people to the business. And when we are, we, we do attract people. We do a lot of um, their career journey with them. So we try to make sure that we basically grow our own and we give them opportunities and that makes people stay. Um, so really looking at it, we, we had a different strategy in place for recruitment and retention. And that's worked really well for us. Yeah, okay, very good. Um... What is there any tool that uh, has helped you with managing, say, finances that can help other business owners? Um, I think one of the tools that we would use or that I use quite often is we like to be visual in here. So we use Power BI um, and we have dashboards in place and it's real time. So I use that across all the departments, but it's very useful when managing your budget. So when you're setting out your budget from the very start of the year. And also that ownership of the budget. So I've got a senior leadership team and I get them around the table and they own that budget as well. But um, on a monthly basis, when we sit down, then we have the dashboards there that's very clear in our budget of what money we've got coming in, what money we've got going out, where we want to invest money, where we can do continuous improvement and also going out to get new business and um, how we go about doing that. And that's all budgeted for, but really easy on a dashboard. So anyone that was wondering about the finance, and that's the bit that puts them off a bit running the business, I would say that you always use your dashboard so that you can keep on top of it. Yeah, you nailed it. It's, I always say numbers is the language of business. Yeah. <laughs> so you your numbers very, very well. So uh, that's excellent share. Thanks for that, Valerie. Um, so 
What are the biggest challenges running a business in your industry? At the moment, the industry we're in, obviously, um, it's bus and rail. And I would say the biggest challenge that there is at the moment is strike action. So there has been strike action, um, a lot of strike action over the last year. Uh, so obviously that impacts on people using the services, but it impacts on us as back office services. So I've got a contact centre. So as you can imagine, there's a lot of unhappy customers. So they contact us about the strikes, but also as well around the payroll. So every time there's a strike, then it means that we have to manually manipulate the payrolls to make sure that everybody gets paid the correct amount. And then you've got the knock-on effect of that, that when the strikes do finish and the pay deals are in place, then it's us that implement all the pay deals as well. So I would say that at the moment, the biggest challenge is, is strike action and the impact it has on the wider teams. Okay, interesting. Um, so um, if you started business again, what would you do differently? It's a good question. Um, probably what we do differently is when I'd taken over in here, um, the way that they'd grown, every time they brought in a different service, they brought in different systems. So we've got lots of different systems. And actually, I think as a business, we could refine the systems that we've got and have a better product there. So it's not that we're not going to do that, but maybe it's something that I would have put attention to quicker than what we have. Um, yeah. But COVID prevented us from doing a lot of that work. Um, and we're looking at that now, just refining the systems to make sure we've got the best systems to service our customers. Okay, yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting one. So Valerie, what would you say to anyone thinking of going into business? Um, if we think about going into business, I would say just stay determined, um, have a plan in place and accept failure because sometimes you don't get it right the first time. And I would just say that if things don't go right the first time, you always do lessons learned. Look at it yeah. as a learning. Say, what would I do differently the next time? And just stay determined um, and focused on what you want to achieve and you'll get there. Yeah. So focus, be determined, have a plan. And yep. don't give up on, on failure, yeah? yeah. So no, very good. That, that's, that's a great share. Uh, and finally, do you have any advice for your 18-year-old self? <laughs> My 18-year-old self. Um, not to worry and not to think that there's only a certain path that you can go down. I think when I eventually decided what qualification I was doing and there was the expectation around me that I would end up doing another qualification because of the amount of hires I had, the grades that I had. Um, but because you choose to do something doesn't mean to say that that's what you have to stick with for the rest of your career. I think that um, children are asked to make decisions at such a young age, you know, selecting their nap five sports subjects, selecting their higher sports subjects, 17, trying to decide what university and what courses. And let's be honest, at 17, do you, 18, do you actually know what you want to do? No, you don't. So I would just say to my younger self, I would look at what I've achieved now. Um, I, I don't do anything in relation to my first degree or my second degree. I only did I do my business, my master's in business in the last couple of years. So even though you select a route to go down, you can always change it. You just see what opportunities are there. You know, give it your best shot and you can change the pathway that you go down. So not to, to an 18-year-old self, not to panic um, about the, the, the path that you've taken. You can always change it. Yeah, there you go. Um, that's fantastic, Valerie. 
what is there any for the people watching this video um any offers that you would like to include us in the newsletter and in the post for the, the people you're you're serving in, in society what 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 can you offer them i think if it's to do with people and um, we've got lots of job opportunities available um, so if, want, if there's people out there who are not working at the moment, um, we take on apprentices. Um, we also work with employability schemes, but also if somebody that's looking for a change in career, um, there's lots of opportunities. It's a great place to work. So we've got that offer. But obviously, as well, the services that we're providing just now, because we are going to grow the business, if there's anyone out there who wants to look at um, outsourcing their payroll or their finance or their customer experience, to come and speak to us and we can see what sort of deal that we can do to provide an excellent service. Very good. So uh, now people are watching this video know what Valerie does. Um, and uh, what I have to say, it's been a real pleasure to have you join us today at Action Coach Spotlight and uh, for sharing your, your experience and wisdom with us today. Thank you so much, Valerie. Thank you.